Hello fellow Earpers and welcome back to Purgatory Wormholes, our Winona Earp theory podcast where we talk about all the weird fan theories we have about the show Winona Earp. With we I mean the Wormhole Whisperers which is just a group of Winona Earp theory nerds and we met on the internet you maybe have seen us tweeting but it will just be me today explaining you what we think is going to happen in the season finale of season three of Winona Up. I separated the whole thing into a few topics so we don't lose our way. First, Waverly sacrifice. Of course, everyone is wondering if Waverly is going to sacrifice herself or not. We think Waverly will actually do it, but maybe... Mama Earp will come back with Julian, who will take over on the whole sacrificing thing and therefore save Waverly. But we've seen the angel statue in the opening credits. This might be Julian, but maybe it's Waverly because it's just a half angel, so one wing is missing, and that hints towards Waverly actually being depicted there. So Waverly might turn into a statue and do so before the team can arrive with another solution. So there might be another solution, but Waverly just sacrifices herself before that um, is possible. We've actually seen that kind of theme within the last two seasons. So we had it during the whole Nicole in the hospital and the um, Spider-Widow Venom thing. And then we had it with Winona giving up Peacemaker before the team could actually save her and Doc. Another problem is that the Garden of Eden actually needs two angels to guard it. So it had been Juan Carlos and Julian, but Juan Carlos is gone. He sacrificed himself and Julian, he's maybe kind of there. He might return to save his daughter, but in the end, Waverly might have to stay there with him because there are two angels needed to actually protect the garden. So maybe... um. Julian does the whole sacrificing thing together with Michelle Gibson so to save their daughter they like um, come together in whatever eternal love um, and turn into stone or maybe he does it with Waverly or some kind of this combination we actually think that Waverly is definitely going to turn into stone because Emily Andres is so scared um, of the fandom's reaction to the season finale that we think it might be a bit of a shocker. So there might be people who die or there might be people who get turned into stone for a whole season hiatus. Well, you can't really comment on anything that's going to happen with Waverly then on a convention for sure. She's having a chill, stone-cold day in the end. Another possibility, Waverly might actually be saved. But she still has to remain as a guardian of the garden and ties herself to purgatory indefinitely. So maybe Julian is being turned into a statue because, like Juan Carlos, he is not supposed to intervene in these matters, but he does so anyway, and he did so with his affair with Michelle. So he actually has to pay for this kind of action with his life. An interesting side note, Juan Carlos is being repeatedly called JC through the whole second season, like Jesus Christ. At first I thought it was kind of a weird coincidence, and just a maybe English native speaking thing I didn't understand, but it's interesting because 
Juan Carlos turns out to be the protector of humankind. He cares about Doc's fate, he cares about the fate of Winona, and in the end he sacrifices himself for the humans, so the humans could face their own fate. It kind of connects to um, Jesus, not completely, but of course more in a symbolic way. That opens up the question what kind of angel Julian actually is. The name itself is Roman and doesn't really connect to the Bible directly. Julianus was like the last actually pagan-believing Roman emperor. But he introduced a law um, for the freedom of religion, more to legalize Jews and to upset Christians who were not like really fond of Jews during that time. Um, but it's an interesting side note. Interesting is also that Juan Carlos was able to leave the Ghost River Triangle. He does so when first meeting Doc Holliday. So why is Julian's soul exactly lost? It might be because his body is actually in the angel statue in the greenhouse of the Gibsons and his soul got separated from it. So he already is a statue protecting the garden, but it's not really effective anymore, either because Borussia is too powerful, because it's just one angel left, or because his soul got separated from his body when Ward banned him from the Ghost River Triangle using the power of Peacemaker. Then we have one of the pre-release pictures of the season finale. We see Waverly without the ring. And that might be because Julian just takes it back to sacrifice himself instead of her. And one last bit about Waverly is that Kate said something about them not seeing the whole picture. This might have been just Waverly being a half-angel and being the one who has to sacrifice herself. But it might have also been a hint on... Um, there being another possibility than Waverly sacrifice, so there's a bigger picture to the whole thing and the team just has to find it to save Waverly. This leads us to Peacemaker. Peacemaker might be the sword of the angel Michael, which was a flaming sword that protects the Tree of Life. We've seen a sword in a flashback between Bobo and Juan Carlos. There they are holding a, like medium-sized sword or more like a long dagger depending on how you want to see it and they talk about peacemaker so it might be that this sword is actually peacemaker and it gets turned into a gun because it's white Urpo wields it and he's far more used to guns than he's actually used to swords an interesting connection to christian religion in this case is that the angel juan carlos actually leads in kind of an avatar to do his work so he doesn't get involved directly himself but he gives a weapon to his champions so it's common in a lot of christian and other mythologies that gods do not act directly most of the time but they pick a human to do what they intend them to do is the Winona Up universe a monotheist one? I don't think so. Because we've seen actually Hypnos, who belongs to the Greek pantheon of gods. So God, as in the one only God, Christian mythology God, might not exist within Winona Up. Might be different magical entities that come from these mythologies that battle out their wars, but then might actually not be like the one and only. Back to Peacemaker. What is Peacemaker's actual power? Like we've already mentioned, it might be a tool to bring judgment. So it sends people to heaven or hell and the color on it indicates kind of where people are going. 
we've also seen different symbols and the whole peacemaker law might be an episode for the hiatus where we theorize all the different possibilities but I th really hope that we get Peacemaker pointed at Doc Holiday. Doc in his possessed vampire form uh, might be something Peacemaker wants to kill. And the color might be indicating something that we can use later for more theories. Bobo and Juan Carlos actually do not only talk about Peacemaker, but they also talk about riding to the salt flats. And it's not really clear if they retrieve Peacemaker from the Salt Flats or if they're still going there. And maybe they can retrieve an even more powerful weapon than Peacemaker from the Salt Flats and they never did. And this weapon might be something the Earp family can now use to beat Borsha even though they don't have Peacemaker. This new weapon might, by the way, actually be the sword of Michael. We're not sure if... Peacemaker is the one or if there is a different weapon we're looking at. So what about Kevin? There might be a new party in town, the world savers Kevin spoke about, but we're not sure if that's actually her agenda to save the world. On a meta level it's safe to assume that Kevin won't be there forever as like a guardian of the whole thing. She might be there for the event and then go away because Anna Silk is just guest starring, so I do not assume that she will play a bigger role in season 4. But let's assume Kevin is telling the truth. So we're having an organization of world savers and that gives me a strong like Buffy and Charmed Wipe and all of these um, TV shows we had kind of this background organization taking care of everything. But we already had this background organization in Wynonna Up that was the Black Badge Division. So are these two actually connected and the Black Badge Divi Division is not um, this organization like the US Marshals but more like the World Savers and they belong together. But what if Kevin is another character connected to the Christian mythology we see right now? So this might be far out there but what if she's Lilith? We just deducted that from her not liking Eve very much. Um, it's a very like thin connection. But let's just go with it for a second because it's a nice theory. To give you a short Lilith history for those who do not know, she's a figure out of the Jew of mythology and Adam's first wife. She decides she doesn't want to be subservient to Adam and leaves the Garden of Eden after that. And she becomes basically the mother of demons, like the head demon. And um, she's very important as a figure in that kind of mythology. But what would she be doing in purgatory during these times? To be fair, she might have just come to enjoy the show, to see them battle it out. Um, to see what happens since she doesn't care for either party much. She also might hate Borsha because Borsha is the snake out of the Garden of Eden. So Borsha is the demon who actually got to stay in the garden. And Lilith was not kicked out, but she kind of left and had to live outside of paradise. Just seeing paradise and being the head demon out there. So it might be in a demon conflict, so to say. And Borsha is aiming for a second Adam and Eve story. And she might just not be a fan of... Borsha trying to have this subservient woman under him that he can rule. So she maybe just wants Waverly up to be very good at beating him. So that's all about Kevin. We don't have much more on her yet. We'll probably see her take a bigger role um, 
in the season finale, but since we have to guess what happens for two episodes, we can't really theorize about how much. Next part are Dog and Maeve. Um, we think that Dog Holiday is at the moment possessed by Maeve the Fire Witch, which we have seen in the last episode. But what does she want with his body and where are they going? We're not really sure about that. That's really in the dark for us. Um, maybe they're going to retrieve a weapon against Bolshar. Doc might find his way into the salt flats and retrieve something from there. He might just fight Maeve inside his body and go to the salt flats because that might repel her as a witch. Um, Waverly might actually be able to heal Doc from his vampirism and repel the witch inside him. But maybe they need the fire magic that Maeve is able to use because fire is often used against demons and it can burn things and whatever. Also we clearly need an extra episode about all the witches in purgatory because we've seen four now and three of them are named after some kind of element although iron is not a classical element but it's really really interesting. Let's keep that for the hiatus. So additional questions we have. Why can Doc and Winona not see the staircase? Almost everyone else can, like the ones who are mere humans can, Robin and Nicole. Jeremy can probably see it because of his whatever foreseeing power he has. Borsha can see it, he's a demon. Waverly can see it, she's half an angel, but Winona and Doc can't. Interesting, but we have no idea why yet. Then Waverly's probably going to resurrect Charlie. We um, heard it in the preview that she raised the dead with the ring and that this is why she thinks she really is half an angel and she needs to sacrifice herself and this person who's dead and gets um, raised is probably Charlie. The thing is, giving him life might cost her something in return, something we don't know about yet. Then we also think that the purgatory founding families are needed for defeating Bocha. We see we've seen this interesting scene with like all of them walking down the street. Um, it might happen that Nicole and Robin try to evacuate purgatory but the people who belong to the founding families decide to stay because they see it's their duty to kind of protect purgatory together with the herbs. And Mercedes, of course, is leading them. Maybe she's blackmailing half of them into being there, but she's going to be fierce and fearless. Last very, very short question. Why is the Icelandic compass on every research wall and in the book about Borsha? We've seen it in season one on Waverly's research wall. We've seen it in season two on every research wall. We've seen it in season three now within the book about Borgia, maybe someone of the art department is just in love with this symbol, but we have questions. Just saying, the Wormhole Whisperers have questions. So that's it for our preview of the season finale. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. We're not having very long episodes, but we basically just collect all the ideas we have in a week and then put them out there. If you have any feedback for us, just leave us a comment somewhere or tweet us we are clearly available for feedback if you want to hear about especially in the hiatus we hope you enjoyed the season finale we hope we are right with some of our theories we've been pretty good um, this season 
but maybe there are very big surprises we had no idea about and we're also super excited for them. Thank you again for listening and hopefully see you during our extra hiatus episodes.